Hi, welcome to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm your host, Tom Nielsen. Hey friends, have you ever had a movie make a serious impact on your life? And I don't mean something like Field of Dreams with Kevin Costner or perhaps Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman and All the President's Men. Those films are all certainly momentous and noteworthy in their own way. For some people, movies can play an important role in determining career paths or providing a unique destination to add to your bucket list. Oh, there are all sorts of movies out there, believe me. Many of them have some lessons to teach, like Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, for example. I learned that I don't like snakes any more than Professor Jones does. But I also picked up some fashion tips from Indy. There's a very stylish, wide-brimmed leather fedora that I like to wear, which looks a lot like the hat Indy usually sports in those movies. You look marvelous. And then some movies are simply good for entertainment value alone. There's an old comedy flick, Good Neighbor Sam, which starred Jack Lemmon as an advertising agency executive, who was also an artist in his spare time. Somehow I think Jack Lemmon may have had a part in my career decision to go into advertising. But aside from that, the movie also had one of the funniest car chases I ever saw. I was laughing so hard that I nearly fell out of my seat. Now, considering the fact that I was watching this movie in the old Liberty Theater in Elizabeth, New Jersey, which was one of the seediest venues in town at the time, that would not have been a very pretty picture. I would have been rolling on the floor, which was littered with popcorn, candy wrappers, and half-empty cups of soda. But it was a very funny scene. Uh, yeah. As we all know, movies make some pretty nice money for the Hollywood film studios. On the West Coast, the movie-making business probably ranks right up there as one of the biggest, most profitable industries in the whole region. Of course, movies aren't just a money machine for big business. A lot of smaller organizations benefit as well, whether it's a church, a school, or a community group that puts on movie nights for the local neighborhood. Many others have found ways to capitalize on the star power of Hollywood. Take my old college fraternity, for example. We discovered that fundraising film nights were a great way to bring extra money into our rather impoverished bank account. About once a month, we'd rent out one of the lecture halls on campus and show old Marx Brothers comedies from the 1930s and 40s. After we paid for expenses like auditorium rental or the cost of renting the film, We'd usually have enough left over to pay for social events like an annual banquet at some fancy restaurant. How cool is that? I do have to tell you, though, that the real secret to our success was having one of our members, who was a rather gifted impersonator, introduce all the movies in the persona of Groucho Marx. He would do a whole stand-up routine, complete with Let's Make a Deal gimmicks and much more. So you not only had a classic comedy film, you also had some very funny live entertainment as well, all for the low, low price of just one dollar. One dollar! How could you beat that? And it did wonders for our treasury, that's for sure. Well, unfortunately, when our very own Groucho graduated at the end of the year, we had an important decision to make. Should we continue with our successful track record of money-making Marx Brothers film nights, or should we strike out in a different direction? After much debate, we decided to mix it up a bit. Our treasurer convinced us to add some other Hollywood classics like Humphrey Bogart and the Kane Mutiny, Casablanca, and a few other blockbusters to our traditional Marx Brothers film nights. 
And so, friends, that's how our big story today starts out. At the beginning of the school year, we tried out this new concept of diversifying our film offerings. We had a rather lackluster turnout for the Kane Mutiny, due to some other major celebrity appearing on campus that very same night. And the following month, we tried doing the Marx Brothers again, but this time with a female Groucho impersonator, which I'd mentioned on a previous podcast. That didn't do too badly, but not as well as in previous years. So for the third movie night, we went back to our new approach, renting a big-name, award-winning film that we thought everybody would love. It was a very well-known Alfred Hitchcock thriller, The Birds, starring Tippi Hedren, Rod Taylor, and Suzanne Blachette. So we cranked up our publicity machine and plastered movie posters all over the campus. We also wangled some public service announcements on the campus radio station, so we were all feeling pretty good about the advanced PR effort. We were extremely confident that we'd have a much better showing this time around. And so, movie night finally arrived. We took our two shiny silver canisters of 16mm film down to the lecture hall, where we delivered it into the hands of our projectionist. We laid out a big roll of tickets to be sold, opened the cash box, got our student ushers in place, and unlocked the front door. Now all we needed was some customers. A few people trickled in, one at a time, and then a few more. The auditorium was looking pretty empty, I tell you. Not exactly the large crowd that we were looking for, but since there was still time left before showtime, we still held out the hope that there would be a last-minute rush for tickets. Well, friends, showtime came and went. The big crowd never materialized. At that point, I didn't even know whether our meager ticket sales would meet our expenses. So we simply closed the doors and went into the auditorium to watch the movie with our very small audience. Now, if you've ever seen The Birds, you know that Hitchcock did an amazing job of creating a very suspense-filled story that kept you on the edge of your seats for the entire time. By the end of the movie, as the adrenaline was pumping through my veins, I was already pretty jittery to begin with. And at the same time, I was also feeling rather disheartened about the whole evening, especially the very poor turnout. So after the movie, I trudged back to my dorm room, feeling very dejected and worn out from the experience. I took out my keys and slowly opened the door a crack, still feeling a bit nervous. From outside in the hallway, I could see that the room was all dark. My roommate must have decided to go to sleep early and not wait up for me. So I opened the door further, trying to be as quiet as possible so as not to wake anybody. But what happened next was pure Hitchcock. As I stepped into the pitch black room, some strange, dark, mysterious object suddenly swooped down upon me. As I said, I still hadn't recovered from the disastrous movie night, so the adrenaline was still pumping. As I felt something graze the top of my head, I instinctively dropped down to the floor, thinking that one of Hitchcock's birds was now attacking me. And then, the lights came on. My roommate and his buddies, who were all forestry students, 
had just pranked me big time. The object that had grazed my head was an actual stuffed hawk from somebody's taxidermy collection. They'd rigged it up on a trip wire connected to the door so that when I stepped inside, the hawk was triggered to fly low and fly fast, just like a real bird. It really fooled me, I tell you. It takes a forestry student to pull that off. Well, friends, that was truly a night to remember. The birds had bombed, our bank account took a major hit, and I was dive-bombed by a stuffed bird. Everybody had a good laugh except me. But believe me, I was ready to give the bird to the first person who crossed my path. You've been listening to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm Tom Nielsen. See you next time. Hi, this is Tom Nielsen. If you enjoyed this podcast, you're invited to hear more of our episodes at A Look Behind and Rewind. And feel free to share our link with friends, family, and others, as well as following us on buzzsprout.com, Apple, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.